Let's talk about time management and four ways you can get more done in your coaching business on today's episode. You know you're on the right track using the gifts and skills God has given you inside of your coaching business. But when it comes to attracting consistent clients and growing your coaching business, well, you have no idea what to do. Sound familiar? It's time for some strategy. Welcome to the Scale with Strategy podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stoops, corporate gal turned business strategist, Jesus follower, wife, mom to three, and hey, I might have a slight obsession with some coffee. (laughs) My mission with this podcast is to help you grow your coaching business through biblical principles and smarter marketing strategies so you can serve as a coach God wants you to be and create more impact and income. And if you need help with your strategy, grab a Scale with Strategy coaching call where I'll help you create a roadmap to get from where you are now in your coaching business to where you want to be. Just go to scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. All right, let's grab a latte and listen in. Okay, so it's no secret that it can be super hard to manage our time when we have so much pulling on us marriage, kids, business, growth, you know, finances, how to deal with everything that we have to do. So what can we do? Well, first of all, pray, go to the Lord and ask him to reveal to you how you can best manage your time right now. He will give you the wisdom and the clarity that you need to really uncover what you need to uncover uncover right now for yourself. I mean, we serve a God who multiplied fishes and loaves so that thousands of people could eat and there was leftovers. Okay, so he can show us how we can multiply our time. That's 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 number 1. Go to the Father and ask him to reveal to you how you can get more done right now. Number two is all about clearing out the clutter. This could be spatially around you. So like make sure that your desk is clear, organized, make sure that you don't have clutter sitting around you when it's time to work. Also, and and the biggest clutter that I want to speak to right now is your mental clutter. When you have a lot going on in your mind and you go to sit down to work, your time working is not going to be as fruitful as it could be if your mental clutter was cleared up. So what do I mean by mental clutter? Well, you could have other things on your mind that do not relate to work. You could feel like this pressure, like you have to hurry with your work because you have other things to do. It could be you know, you have to pay a bill, you have to go run an errand, you have to, you're thinking about maybe it was even something that happened between you and your husband or an argument that you had with your kids or something else that doesn't relate to work that is taking up and occupying the space in your, in your brain that is keeping you from really having the clarity that you need to focus and to get things done. So first go do the thing that you need to do so that you can clear up your mind. So for example, a lot of times when I am um, doing like the podcast work, there's client work that I have to do. And so I'm being pulled between two things, right? I need to do my client work, but I also need to do my podcast work. So what do I do? Well, if it 
makes sense. It depends on priorities and what needs to be done first and second too. So there's that as well. I'm going to make sure that my, my clients are taken care of and then I will go and do the podcast. When I do it that way and I take care of what I need to take care of for my client, then when it's time to actually do the recording and write out things that, you know, that has to do with my podcast or whatever, I feel so much better. I don't have this nagging mental blockage in my brain thinking to myself, oh, I got to do this. I got to hurry because I got to go do something else. So prioritize what it is that you need to do and make sure when you go to sit down and work in your business, you are using your time wisely by having everything else done that needs to be done. And I guess it has to do with also prioritizing, you know, what, what can wait and what needs to be done right now. And then you make more efficient use of your time when you do that. Okay. Number three is to know yourself, know when you are able to work the best in your business. So I think that we all have timeframes in the day where we are just really have that mental clarity and that focus and that um, endurance and that, that energy. What time of day is that for you? For me, I learned that I, I'm not a morning person. Like I don't like to get up super early. Five, I'm not the five o'clock, you know, AM type of morning person, but I work my best from nine until one. And then I just kind of maybe even 12 from like nine to 12 is like my really, really focused time frame. Like that is like when my brain is very alert, I'm not tired, I have a ton of energy, I'm ready to go, go, go. Then I hit like the afternoon where I have lunch and then, I mean, I kind of lag in the afternoon, but seriously, I think by the time like three, three or four o'clock comes, I'm like done. And, and it could be totally different and opposite for you. It just depends on how you are. Some people are late night owls, right? They like to work in the evenings. And I think when my kids were little, um, so my kids are like 18, 15 and 10. And so it's different for me now than it was like 10 years ago when I had a newborn and when my kids would go, I'd had to get my kids ready for bed and they'd have to go to bed at a certain time frame, that kind of thing. I worked awesomely in, and the night from like 9 to 11 p.m. And then in the morning, I would get up before I had to go to work into my job and work. And and that worked out well for me at that time. But now that I work full time for myself, I have the full day, of course, broken up between a lot of different things. But in the morning is when I can really focus. And so when you know like when your time is, then you can really like make sure that that is the time that you put aside for your business. Like do it, do your work then. Which brings me to number four, and that is to create processes for what you do and then outsource everything except for the part that you play, which is usually the content creation, right? So create a workflow of how you go about your days if you've never outsourced before and then get help and you can out task as well. You don't have to hire a full-time VA or a full-time person to help you in, especially if you're in the beginning or if you're not sure how this all will work out, just get somebody to like manage your social media or something like that. Like whenever you have a new content piece out, whether it's a blog, a video, a podcast, whatever, 
have that VA take that content, distribute it amongst all the places, cut it up into pieces, create, you know, um, graphics and, and, or stories or whatever, and take one piece of content, basically multiply it into several different pieces of content for social media. You shouldn't have to do that, right? Because you're creating the content. It's going to save you so much time by having somebody else go and cut it up, you know, take quotes out of it, whatever and distribute it across social media platforms. We don't have to do it all and we shouldn't want to do it all. So <clears throat> one of the things I recently did during this summer was to um, help my kids as well as myself because it's not just business outsourcing, it's like your home outsourcing too. We're, support, we're called to be keepers of the home, but that doesn't mean that we have to do it all. So if you are running a ship, for example, you have other people doing this stuff, right? We're supposed to be keepers in the Greek has to do with managing the household. And so if you're a good manager, that doesn't mean you're doing it all, but you're making sure everything gets done, right? Laundry's done, dishes done, vacuuming, you know, cleaning, mopping, all the things need to be done, but you don't have to do them all yourself. So you can either outsource and hire a cleaning company, you can put your kids to work, you know, all the different things so that even, you know, even saving 30 minutes because you're not cleaning the toilet or you're not cleaning the bathroom or mopping or doing the dishes, for example, you, you have that 30 minutes could be going toward your business or toward doing something else. Okay. And so my, um, point here is that you don't have to do it all and you shouldn't do it all. Okay. So create those processes for the home, for your business and put people in place so that it frees up your time and you're not doing all the things. Okay. So as a quick recap on these time management strategies and these four ways to get more done in your coaching business, we're going to number one, we're going to first, we're going to pray and seek the Lord and ask him to reveal to us how we can get more done because we serve a God who multiplies those fishes and loaves. Okay. He is an abundant God. He can multiply your time. He can do all these impossible things, right? That we think are impossible. He can show you and reveal to you how to better structure your day. Okay. So that you get way more done in less time. Number two, clear out all the clutter. That's the space, spatial clutter around you and also your mental clutter, which is actually more important because that mental clutter is going to hold you back and keep you from getting a lot more done. So make sure that you take care of and prioritize things that you have to do so that you're putting um, everything at rest and your mind is at peace when you go to work. Number three, uh, know yourself. Know when you work the best. Is it in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening? Um, know what things fall into your zone of genius, what you are meant to be doing versus what you could do but shouldn't do, right? And a lot of that is usually the content creation because we are the content creators for Christ, right? And then number four, take a snapshot. Like you could even take a week out of your life and just like, write down everything you do, you know, write down all the things you do, um, write down, start creating processes for everything that you do from, you know, recording to, um, creating the content to putting it on social media, to, um, streamlining things with clients to, you know, any client work, any, any onboarding thing, anything that you do in your business, put it in 
a process so that eventually at some point whenever you're ready you can take that process and share it with a VA or somebody that can help you actually do all these things and there are extremely qualified people out there that can help you whether it's in the home or whether it's in your business okay so i hope that a few of these tips helped you and that you will put them into place so that you can get more done in your coaching business all right have a great day and i'll speak to you soon hey there before you go if this podcast has inspired you or blessed you in any way then I'd love, love, love it if you do two things for me. One, share this podcast with another entrepreneur in Christ. Two, go to Apple Podcasts and search for the Scale with Strategy podcast and leave me a review. And hey, if you need support in your business, I am here for you. Grab a Scale with Strategy session at scalewithstrategypodcast.com slash coaching. And as always, I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen and amen.